You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by John and Greg this evening. All right, guys? Greg, do you know me, Chris? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out. That's staying in. I was going to make a joke about having changed my name to Susie or something after the, the, the operation, but that's, that's totally helped. That's, that's cut my the feet from under me, that oh, one. You've been listening, you've been listening. Oh, I've been listening now. I heard the Aye. talk about my operation, my gallbladder operation, I should uh, point out, rather than any Kelly Maloney stuff. <laughs> Well, that's what you say, that's what you say. you still got a deep voice, so... I do, I... Right, so I apologise for calling you Greg. <laughs> Greg. Greg's obviously not here. Oh, well, Greg's, Greg's obviously on your mind. To be honest, his team got a, a, a draw at Celtic Park at the weekend, so... <laughs> May as well be Greg. <laughs> I'll just be grumpy, how's that sound? Aye, aye, well, you've got to be really grumpy. Oh, and offensive as well. Just don't mention a bro. Aye, he's still barred for there. So first up on the podcast, we've got a section which is titled uh, Losing Charity Bets. <laughs> it seems to be every week we're, we're getting pretty rubbish at it. James Keatings didn't even score at all, despite Hearts demolishing Cowdenbeath 5-1. Uh, Billy King was first scorer. I'm not sure if I mentioned him in the podcast last week or not. but did, and there was also some discussion about Laurie's wife. He was commenting on Facebook, so obviously he's been listening as well. Oh, aye, Laurie, I, Laurie, this new status. Yep. And I wasn't so sure. What, I wasn't sure about us discussing that in the podcast, <laughs> but that's what we discuss. The football takes a second place to to chat like that. Uh, if he's put it on Facebook, then it's open. Not, I mean, that's the world. I mean, that's until it's on Facebook, it's not official, is it? <laughs> really? You've updated your I mean, status. That's up. Aye. See, things are serious now. It's like when I get married, it wasn't really official until it was on Facebook. Not the actual ceremony. What's the phone out during the ceremony? Oh, no, I was under strict orders that I wasn't allowed on the phone. I'm, I'm quite addicted <laughs> to my phone. Uh, so I was told, I uh, So I, but the morning I was on the phone until I got to the wedding, and that was me. I was quite well behaved, actually. I, I, somewhere along the line, I did get to update mine that day. <laughs> I was abroad, so I never I never did that. I probably didn't, wasn't on Facebook. I'm not sure. But, but anyway, the charity bet, James Keatings didn't score, so that was a bit tough. And we had a treble on, which kicked off on a Friday night with Partick Thistle. We're going to have to introduce a rule that we can't choose a Friday night no. game. Never. Because Never. it scuppered it. I scuppered it before the other games had started and it was just no fun not watching the results coming. Who are our teams? Aye. Hamilton. So they, 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 they bust it as well. And Aberdeen. Right. right. So Aberdeen, Aberdeen were the one, one that uh, it was a, I thought it was a pretty good bet, but watching the game on the, the Friday night, the Partick Thistle game, despite it being 1 0 at half time, I went and I tried to cash out. I had a personal bet on Partick Thistle. I tried to cash out because it was pretty clear that uh, St. Mirren were going to get back into the game and they were going to. I thought it would have been a draw. I never seen the, the victory come in, but they looked pretty good to me, which was surprising. Not what I expected at all. Especially with the news that Thompson's out for quite a few months, I just thought, nah, there's no goals in that team. It's not happening. I think they'd scored one goal the season. Yep. Prior to that, 
Aye, aye. Well, see, see when you look at how they got that winning goal, about the, the clearance, it was fire. Wasn't it? Was even a clearance? Otherwise, it was just a ball fired at a defender. And then Lower Colomb gave a, a penalty for handball. I thought it was rather harsh, just not as if his hands were outstretched or anything. They were in it close to his body, so was it ball to hand, hand to ball? Aye, it's always a difficult one. Aye. I think we'll discuss that later on as well when we talk about other games. Aye, there was yeah. a few penalty shouts that they came on. But I sent, I sent Mirren. Aye. I, I, I couldn't see them do much. I forgot about the game, actually. I forgot to put, predict my score for it. wasn't oh. until, I don't know how, though, because... You I signed up for the email, alas. Aye, I've got the email, but I'm just trying to think, because that, that prompted me to put the game... must have been that I checked the email after the game had started or something like that, because I made my predictions for Saturday's games and Sunday's games, sorry. I'd almost have been as well no bother. I got one point from the predictor this weekend. <laughs> I got four. I got the Inverness score right, and I had Aberdeen to win, but I had 2 0 instead of 3 0. I think I had Aberdeen to win, and that's that. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up because I had Aberdeen 3 0 and Inverness 2 1. Oh, did you? Well, that's where, oh, you've, that's where you've shot ahead of me in the, the predictor game, mate. Wait a minute, I'm checking the leaderboard. I can't believe. I checked it earlier. Craig, you're on 27 points, I'm on 22. Yeah. Yes. It's not, even, it's not even someone from Scotland that's winning. Just now, it's CNI from the forum, who's from Northern Ireland, in case folk don't know. He's top of the, top of the league. Mini league. Or mini league. Oh, anyway. the mini league. No, oh, the full thing, but the mini league, that's all it matters. I don't even bother looking at the full leaderboard. No, I know they are. That's because you're rubbish at it, John. That's no, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm no bad, by the way. I'm on, a, I'm on another predictor for a, uh, the juniors. Like, it's a... 16 Talbot fans and 16 Cumnock fans it's a wee rivalry going on cool <laughs> and um, 6 out of 32 which is pretty serious to be honest my knowledge of junior football apart from maybe the league that Talbot playing is not that great but I'm actually doing alright so mm. uh, aye so what were we discussing? football the results <laughs> right, right. what results we got right <laughs> in the predictor if you want to join the predictor it's a wee bit late to get in on September's prize but we do a £5 prize every month and as courtesy of the sponsors and Sky Luxury Cottages and Michael Doran Printer and yeah, £5 a month prize for free free entry right, back to the games should we start with Saturday I suppose and Aberdeen John you must be chuffed at that the highlights that I've seen uh, looked a pretty emphatic victory and even Goodwillie Casually just plays a one-two off the post. Aye. I think he'd started, he'd started, he'd done the whole celebrating before he scored. Um, I think it's probably the first time this season that I think McKenna's only kind of properly pleased with the team. Um, for the last few weeks, folk have been saying about maybe kind of playing the two up front in terms of Goodwillie and Rooney. And obviously last week against Celtic, after being 2-0 down, getting back to 2-1, the kind of two up front worked quite well with it. Kind of certain points, I want to get back in this uh, the game in terms of maybe getting a draw. Obviously, that never happened. But then during the week, McKenna certainly said I he had been thinking about playing Goodwill and Rooney, maybe the two of them up front at some point, and then he decided to do it. And I think certainly at home, where we struggle to break down teams away from home, we're fine because we kind of can play in the counter attack with the pace that we've got on the side. At home, though, it's a kind of different story. We're not very good at breaking down teams, but he's gone 4 4 2 on Saturday. We're McGinn and Paul out wide and then Goodwillie and Rudy through the middle and that's a pretty formidable front four in terms of when yep. uh, the two of them are attacking because you also 
he ended up putting Hayes back at left back, which I think in the four five one, not as keen on it, but certainly playing four four two, that's you get Hayes in behind Pollock, um, which is pretty kind of pretty formidable as well. And Hayes is pretty anytime he plays left back, he looks good. Um, doesn't look uncomfortable. I think he played maybe a left back in his younger days. Uh, only kind of downside was maybe Flood and Jack having a reset too. But I see the BBC. I see the BBC missed it. They actually missed the action, or I don't know whether they chose not to show it. Um, yeah, they just kind of showed you the build up to it, the, the straight pass, and then they just oh hi, and here's the booking. Because yeah. I, I wanted to see that. I want to see what was it just a face to face? Was it a shove? Was it a punch? Because we all get angry at teammates, and there's things are said, but uh, did it get aggressive? I, I just I don't know. I don't know. Who, who knows? I, I've, I've not spoken to any of the kind of boys over that game yet, but um, I don't know. It's one of those things that sometimes happens. Move on. You don't need to necessarily go on with your teammates. Um, I think that there was, I've seen a few jokes saying it was because Willow Flood voted no. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't know if that's true, but certainly, yeah, I think at home now, like even maybe a kind of summer games away from home, 4 4 2 could be the way forward. Uh, certainly for the team, kind of some clever play as well in terms of the Good Willie's goal that he scored with a kind of quick, quick yeah. free kick again. That was quite kind of clever. I think Scorsese uh, um, did a really good job of highlighting that free kick actually because what they showed, I can't remember who it was, but they showed one of the Aberdeen players that started there initially coming out and basically took the defenders with them. Which I did Paula, I Paula, I Was it Paula? No, that basically speed up the space for Good Willie to come in, running in and head it. I mean, even then it was a, because of the pace in the ball, it was difficult to get the header directed into the corner, but. You managed yeah. it pretty well, so it was a, a well worked free kick. I think certainly the last couple of games is going to help Goodwillie's confidence big time. I mean, if if Goodwillie can get back to what he was like at his first when he was his first spell at Dundee United, yeah. and I think a lot of us kind of talked us in the summer, it was probably his last. Pro, I wouldn't say last chance, but certainly last chance were a, a, a big team in Scotland. Yeah. I would say, yeah. and at the moment it's looking like it could be a very shrewd move, and I, I think as well. If we do play, continue to play a two up front, I think Rooney and Goodwillie could be a right good partnership in this league. Possibly, yeah. Uh, you could see them scoring, I would say, between 35, 40 goals between them this season. And that's somewhere we, we've struggled for a number of seasons in terms of scoring goals. Even last year, when we kind of finished third, we only scored 53 and 38, which isn't a great amount. It's, it's all right, but um, if we can get up the goals, then we're going to kind of certainly be up to kind of the top end of the table because defensively we're pretty sound mm-hmm. um, so I yeah pleasing but um, by the I think the highlights as well didn't maybe give uh, justice to Ross County because by all accounts Ross County had a good few chances as well um, when I checked kind of shots on target Ross County had a fair amount of chances as well uh, Quinn a couple of chances the highlights but, but yeah, sometimes it's, it's tough when you've only got five or six minutes to, yeah. to show the game and yeah, I think that's uh, the Celtic Motherwell game kind of highlighted that that it it looked a fairly even game to me from what I seen in the highlights. Yet when you seen the stats at the end of it, but something like twenty seven shots to Celtic and something like three shots to Motherwell. Is that <laughs> right? Motherwell only had one shot on target. Aye, and yeah. from the highlights, it looked like Motherwell should have perhaps won if John Sutton had got Aye. that that shot that he fluffed. The, the thing is, I wouldn't disagree. The, the highlights may have shown it was it looked more even than it was and to be honest of the however many shots it was Celtic had most of them were rotten <laughs> although I would I would say that Dan Tragic was uh, pretty good in goal 
His kickouts were rotten, but certainly keeping the ball in the net, maybe he was doing a pretty good job of that. But I mean, for all, Motherwell had three shots or whatever it was. They really should have scored twice. Yep. Because that one that Sutton yep. missed was an absolute shocker. He knew it straight away, didn't he? Yeah. And the look in his face as well in the highlights as he was running back. <laughs> Just couldn't believe it. Ah, it's one of those moments that's massive for Motherwell. If they, if they scored that, that's him tuning up. And uh, yeah, the, crowd, the, the, crowd, the crowd at Celtic Park would get even more behind the... Or go against the kind of boo, the boos against the kind of crowd. But... Aye. I think it's what? worth mentioning the penalty incidents because there was Definitely. obviously the, the penalty given when Brun went on a, a wee, I'll call it a mazy run, I'll give him the credit for that. He went on a wee mazy run in a straight line and he got filled for certain outside the box yeah. and done what I'd like to see from any footballer. He, he tried to stay on his feet, so I applaud his, uh, not honesty, I applaud his desire uh, uh, trying to carry on. Then, to me, it looked like he got touched again inside the box and then just fell over. Uh, that's a bit I didn't understand. I don't uh, know, did he regret staying up? But I'm not sure. It looked to me like what he actually did was he was already off balance for the Lasley challenge and the second one was mm-hmm. enough to tip him over. I don't think it was... I, I agree, I don't think it was too much contact, but it was still enough that when you hit a guy that's already off balance, it's not surprising that he went down. Uh, I, I think we've seen so far from this season, maybe even previous seasons as well, see if there's any kind of contact, then it gives the referee an easier easier choice to make in terms of giving the penalty. Uh, w- whether it's soft contact, hard contact, it's uh, most of them I can assume it may be given. Yeah. I, th- I think it would have been very easy for the referee to give the free kick for the the, the challenge by Lasley. But I think if he'd done that, he wouldn't have been playing the advantage with Scott Brown staying on his feet. So having played that advantage for the second one will defender to then come in behind him and give him a very slight push. He's then because that's not that's been enough to knock Brown down. He's then made the referee make a decision, having already given the advantage. There is a second foul there. It might be soft, but it's still a foul. He can. I think the only option he did have was to give the penalty. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works in the rule book, Chris, because it, it does make you wonder whether the, it should be called back. Normally, uh, if you do a straight pass or something, you don't gain advantage. Uh, I'm not sure. I've I've seen that in the rule book. Exactly what should be done. I think. I think as far as the, the what the referee would have to do is, if Scott Brown he tries to play advantage and Scott Brown goes down on his own accord, then he'd have to bring it back and give the, the free kick outside the mm-hmm. box. But if it's a, if there is a second infringement and having already played advantage from the first one, the advantage is to give the second infringement rather than the first one. So I suppose mm-hmm. from that perspective, the, the referee did have to give the penalty. But again, you're right, I don't know the exact rules. I think maybe it comes under the common sense for the referees. I thought you had a rule book, Craig. I do. I do have a rule book, but it's, it's the problem is flicking through it. It would take me too long to do that right now to find out. There's a lot of reading in there. <laughs> so it'd be an interesting one to ask a referee what they, thought, what they would think of it. I think they would probably say that they, they gave advantage for the first one. There was a second infringement, at which point they couldn't give any more advantage and had to give the, the had to penalise the, the foul. So... Yep. I think yeah, they would probably. I know, I know it's hardly a surprise, but I think the referees would probably back up their uh, colleague in this instance. Yes. Are you? I, are you? Sorry. I'll carry on, John. Sorry. Are you back at the games now, Chris? Yeah, it's the first time I've been back. In fact, it's probably the first league game I've managed to make this season. What was that? Was it like on Saturday then? Was it? Um, it was fairly. It was when the Green Brigade were back for one thing, so that helped the atmosphere a bit. But they got their section back. Yeah. 
Når man tager åbent igen med det, vi kender. Og så kan vi spille over for Sjorten sidst. Det må det gerne kan det. For jeg har ikke noget exakt detail, som er involveret i dem. Men det er velkommen til Dashen. Så jeg har ikke behøvet det her som et atmosfære. Så jeg kan ikke se meget mere end det. Jeg har ikke 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 det. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, what we saw what we got uh, on the park was pretty poor. On uh, the, the end of the first half, which was really poor on Celtic standards, there was a few boos ringing around the stadium. At full time, there was a few boos ringing around the stadium because we haven't managed to win the game. I think it was probably a bit petty to do it in the second half as well as the first half. I think people were just disappointed they didn't get all three points. But mm-hmm. the, the... Is Lee Griffiths injured? Or is that him just completely out of the picture? I have no idea. I haven't seen him since ah. the, the Dundee game when he scored the, well, with the end of a deflection. It certainly doesn't look good for him in terms of that's good at Skupovic and then even Stokes ahead of him. Yeah, I don't understand why Stokes is ahead of him. I'd rather have Griffiths in the team. I'd, well, I've had enough of Stokes. Griffiths, when he was at Hibs, was playing up front himself and was buying the goals in. Yeah. I, don't, I, no, don't, I, don't get, I don't get it. I think he would suit that, but Ronnie Dyler doesn't seem to play him in that position. And when he, because he doesn't get to play in that position, he never seems to offer quite as much as he did at Hibs. So that becomes a problem. And I think the likes of uh, uh, Shepovic and uh, Gadetti are going to be getting picked ahead of him now. So what's this nonsense about him being an emergency loan? I've heard this a few times. What is the emergency? I don't ah, understand yeah. what the emergency is. When... Have you seen Hibs this season? That's probably an emergency. Oh, well, <laughs> putting aside the fact <laughs> Hibs are rotten. <laughs> but you look at teams, teams make do and positions yeah. outfield because it's possible because you could have somebody like Johnny Hayes playing left back. It's, yeah, he can, he can do a job there, but that's not his natural position. Yeah, I can, I can you have teams make and do. The only you time have, you ever hear of an emergency loan is usually a goalkeeper. Yep. Like for Celtic, Van Dyke's not a striker, but there's times he gets pushed up because mm-hmm. he's good in the air, so he does a good job and he, he potentially, when he's a chase in a game, He's, he's worth a chance up there. So I, I don't understand how it can be classed as a, an emergency loan. A, a keeper, yes, I agree with that, because you can't have your striker going and goals, and I suppose you could have a defender if he was Rio Ferdinand, but other than that, you don't see them going and goals. But up front, I think it's just nonsense. Unless you've got Josh McGuinness, because Josh McGuinness started off his career oh, as a goalie. Ah, he might fancy yeah, it again. Yeah. <laughs> but no, ah, there must be some... I mean, maybe there's just the rules of... You can get a 90-day emergency loan if you can prove you need it. But, but like you say, I don't see how you prove that. Yes. Yep. So, well, again, it's just a rumour. It's been going around, as far as I know, Lee Griffiths is still a Celtic player. Yes, it's been going around for quite a while, yeah. but it was uh, heating up again today. Uh, Stubbs, I think, commented on it, but didn't really say much. Not much reporting anyway. So back to the games at the weekend then. So we've covered the Aberdeen game, the Celtic game. Well, the I, th- I game think we should probably mention the other penalty incident in the Celtic one game. Oh, I forgot about that. The I, I, obviously, uh, Stuart McCall's been going on about it quite a lot. And when I first seen the replay of it well, on a sports scene last night, I thought maybe the referee hasn't seen it because there's another Celtic player in the way. So the shot, when the shot came in, there was a bit of a distance between the shot and uh, the denier, and his arms were up. So, I, I I was prepared to give the referee the benefit of doubt that he didn't see it and he couldn't see what, what the, the arms were out and maybe it was just blocked, his vision was blocked. 
But then you hear what Stuart McCall was actually saying, the referees told him, the referee says he was too close, which doesn't make any oh, sense to me, because he's, he's definitely not too close. So that implies the referee did see it, he did see it was a handball, and he's given it for something that's wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that uh, being too close isn't, no, it's definitely not an argument. I think that there, there could be the way he's turned round, do your arms swing round that way? I, I don't know, I'd need to probably try it myself now. I've not really got the space in my kitchen at the moment to do that. But, <laughs> but maybe your arm goes out like that when you turn round quickly. I just I can't think exactly how I do it. <laughs> you you see you see defenders do that quite a lot though, so maybe it's a way that defenders are told to defend for the ball's getting coming at them, even though you know there's a possibility of a penalty going against you. Maybe because that the hat it's, it's, we've had, had so many discussions before about the handball rule in terms of the whole your hand supposed to be in a unnatural position. Yeah, which and all that kind of thing. Is it hand to ball or is it ball to hand? And I think in that case, uh, the shot comes flying in too quickly to be able to tell whether it's hand to ball or ball to hand. I think it's it's, it's that's probably more of an argument than he's too far away or he's too close. It, sorry, it's what it's one of them probably by see if it's the up the other end. You'd have been screaming for. You'd have been looking for the penalty. That's that. I mean, if, I, aye, if, if, uh-huh. if that's my team, I'm looking for that penalty, and I can under, I, I, I fully understand why Stuart McCall's complained about it. But I mean, yeah, from, yeah. from a Celtic point of view, I'm looking at it thinking, kind of glad he didn't give it, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, if I'd been given against us, I don't think we'd have too much to criticise about it. Mm-hmm. And again, that was yeah, the first I... half as well, so we could easily have been three 0 down at half time. I glad glad you mentioned that because I'd forgotten, despite mentioning that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the Hamilton game 0-0 burst a charity bet and Vernes 2-1, which I predicted. Uh, I suppose the, the next big game was uh, Dundee Derby. Yeah. Which Dundee United squished 4-1. Never a penalty. I'm, I'm, I'm nailing my clothes on the last year. That was never a penalty, that one that McGuire Stephen went down. Aye, it's, no, one the, it's, one of them, it's one of them again, though there is some kind of contact. But I don't think the contact comes from it. I don't think he's halfway down. Aye. Yep, I agree. He went down quite soft. Aye. Uh, there was one angle that I seen that suggested that there may have been contact with his left foot, but I'm just not 100% sure of that. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. 4-1, with Stuart scoring a consolation goal at the end, he wasn't that fussed about that at all. Obviously, his heart's broken. Aye, Black Dog in the forum, he was pleased about that, but he had both teams to score. He loves <laughs> that both teams to score a bit. He loves it, does love both teams to score a bit. I think the the just the, the penalty incident was quite well described with Mark Wilson at half time in the, the live coverage. I managed to, I've seen up to half time before I went to the Celtic Park. But um Wilson was basically saying the, the, with the pace of Gary McGuy Stephen, the best way to deal with him would have been to take one for a team outside the box. But the defender kept mm-hmm. backing off and let him come into the box. And then obviously by the time he got there it was a, he was in the box and conceded the penalty. So he might have been better closing him down quicker. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an interesting angle for the well, obviously Mark Wilson's the, the Dundee United defender. Yeah, it's just it wasn't playing that game. I thought it was it was good. It was a good battling performance by Dundee United's midfield, giving giving them no time at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought that was good, and uh, looking forward to the game coming up at the weekend. Uh, well, we'll do our predictions later on, but I think that they're they're going to do well against St Johnson again, who are without McLean now for quite a few months. After they, yeah. I think he had it was a routine operation, but then they they found something else while in there. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. of a blow for them because obviously yep. like, I heard a few people suggesting that uh, on the radio that it's all very good and well that they lost Stevie May, but really 
even with Stephen May was there, Stephen McLean was he was chipping in the goals, he was creating things. Yes. So losing him is going to be a big blow for them. I'm interested to see yep. if they can adapt it. But I mean, I mean speaking United. of Dundee United, I mean, I'm, I, I was actually surprised to hear they were top of the league because I knew Inverness were three points ahead of them going into that game, but sure enough, they're top of the league on goals scored. I thought their goal difference must have been worse than it was because I know they always get thumped off Celtic 6 1 a few weeks ago. It's always uh, nice to go. Plus six. Yeah. That's uh, not, I, I mean, when you've, when you've conceded oh, a minus five at a one game, and we've only played seven games to get plus six, quite impressive. Yeah, they've been quietly going about their business, which is good. It's just good if you're a Dundee United fan. But yeah, that that should be a good game for the weekend coming up. Couple of good games coming up. Aberdeen and Inverness as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aberdeen, uh, Monday what? night we've got Seven Rangers Sunday? against Hibs. Is that Monday night? Monday night game. Aye. <laughs> a delayed podcast then. Maybe or, or it might not be because you're not making it. No, no, I can't make next Monday. Oh, well, we'll just do it at night. We'll be fine. Aye, I'm not really bored about it. <laughs> so games coming up this week we've got League Cup third round games on Tuesday and Wednesday night I suppose uh, for a specific interest to those in the podcast we've got Aberdeen Livingston Falkirk against Rangers on a Tuesday night and then live on the telly box BBC One at your usual football time kickoff of 7.15 Celtic Hearts BBC One 7.15 there's a good few games in there anyway. Kind of attractive games. Well, the, the Dundee Derby is on Wednesday night as well, and it's the 7.45 it kickoff. And the Lanarkshire Derby, Hamilton Murrow. Yep. Is Celtic Hearts at Edinburgh Derby this year? Because we played at Murrayfield a couple of games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you can claim that anymore. No. <laughs> but so, it should be good. Laurie was on Twitter saying that Hearts are as high as 11 to 1. Oh, oh are they? I might put a couple of quid on that. <laughs> I've seen Hearts beat us in the week in the League Cup at Celtic Park, and Hearts are flying at the moment. They are. They had Real that part. small blip against Dumbarton and responded by winning five one. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I think, I'm not sure I'll put a bet on Hearts, but I look forward to that game. I might have a wee piece of that. Even they'll probably be alright odds, even like uh, plus one or something like that. Oh, those odds, yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, I'm hoping Rangers bounce back when they face Falkirk because they drew at the weekend there, one-one against Alloa. Am I right in thinking Rangers play Alloa in the whatever that Didier Cup's called these days? The Petrofac. That's the one. You know, I've I've forgotten to be honest. I'm sure the, that was the way to Alloa as well. East Fife and Rangers and Livingston Shinraw. Is it? Aye. Right, Aye. Rangers have the backlog of games. It's hard to keep up. Some, yeah. Aye, Rangers they play the league uh, the the rounds in, in different orders for everybody else. They're they've in the final of the Petrofac Training Cup. They're playing that before the other semi finals take place. Of it's because Rangers are special. Oh, <laughs> but we were special it, uh, in a good way. Arlo are playing the winners of his five Rangers. Oh, is that what it is? Aye. Ah. I knew it was something along those lines. I thought I assumed Rangers were in that already. Aye, it's, it's strange. Strange the way uh, the seasons went for Rangers because I'm guessing because of the Commonwealth Games. Aye, because so you had to play that game away to Queen's Park or something. <laughs> so we've got the, the semi-final takes place on the 12th of October but then, as you mentioned, Rangers don't play the quarter-final until the 21st of October 
That's all about the wrong way around. About. You'd think that there's plenty of slots available up till then, but apparently not. Move on to do the Premiership predictions. What was the other game of the week up? A... Come on, let's enjoy well, some Aberdeen, Livingston. Ross County's had Burning. What was it, Ross? Ah. I know you'd mentioned the ones you were in, and obviously we'd mentioned the, the Wednesday night derby games. The Hibs, uh, Ross County versus Hibs, could be an interesting one. It could one. be, yeah. Because yeah, Ross County are looking for a, a win to give them a wee bit of confidence, and so are Hibs. So. <laughs> if, you, if you look at all the fixtures, maybe apart from Dundee United, Dundee and Aberdeen, Livingston, you would say all oh, the rest of them are pretty close. Well, I think Dundee, I'll be pretty I, 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 I don't think you can take too much for the game that happened at the weekend, because it could be different, yep. completely different. Uh, yeah, it may be exactly the same, you don't know. <laughs> I suppose it's, this one's at Tannadice, so. Oh, they've got that long trip, uh, no, a weeknight as well. Uh, you, you, must, you must be jealous if you're a, what, a Hibs fan. you got to go all the way up to Dingwall on a Tuesday night, when Dundee United and Dundee, you get to go across the road. Aye, <laughs> uh, I don't think we better go up to Dingwall on a Tuesday night. No, I can't see it either. So the weekend we've got St Mirren against Celtic live in the telebox on Saturday, 12.45, Sky Sports 1. I'm going to go for a Celtic away victory, despite St Mirren looking good last Friday. I'm going to go 1-2. I'm going to say 2-0 Celtic. It's about time we get a clean sheet. Uh, I was thinking uh, 1-2, so Celtic won. Aberdeen against Inverness. One apiece. It'll be tawdry. It's hard because I think Aberdeen, if they play two up front, like they did at the weekend, they might, might be worth the three points. But interesting to see if they do it again. I'll assume they will, and I'll go 2 1 Aberdeen. Ah, uh, I see. I'm hoping they play two up front again as well. I hope he doesn't think, oh, it's Inverness and they're a kind of bigger team that go back to the one up front. I would say stick with two up front. And I will go. I'll go two one as well, Aberdeen. But if you go by the fixtures so far this season, Aberdeen have been lose win, lose win, lose win. <laughs> and hence, I'm only coming on the podcast when we win these days. Right, so I'll be talking to myself next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could be, uh, I. <laughs> just be a monologue. <laughs> Dundee United against St Johnson is next up, and I think. We've discussed this previously, but I think Dundee United are free-scoring and I can't see St. Johnson scoring too many, if at all. So I'll go for 2-0 Dundee United. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking 3-0. Oh, I'm thinking 2-0 as well. I keep on. That's the bad thing about it last. It looks like you're just agreeing with folk. But no, I... Yeah, right. 2-0. Uh, I know I said I'm thinking the same here and said 3 0 rather than 2 0. It was the same it was the same logic thinking thinking that Dun United are pretty free scoring whereas Johnson are looking like they're struggling, but I just have more faith in Dun United to get more goals. <laughs> right, the next game up is Kamarnak against Partick Thistle. John, what are you going for? Oh yes, I'm getting tactical first. Uh Kamarnak against Partick Thistle, let's see. I will go one all. Chris? Aye, a draw, but two each. I've been looking at their uh, previous games, and uh, it's been 2-1-1-1-2-1-1-1-2-2-2-1. So there's goals in this. Both teams to score seems a, a certainty in this one. I'm going so, to go so for... So don't back it. Don't back it, listeners. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> if everyone points to it being both teams to score, don't back it. 
Right. Well, that dog will be all over that. I think he does that in every game. <laughs> right, Kelly, Partick Thistle. I'm going to go for 1-1. Motherwell against Hamilton. I'm going to go first. I think I'm going to go for Motherwell in the charity bet. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go for them. They are 7-4 to four at home. Are I they? think I'm going to... Aye. I know they're I struggling. Th- I think they've I got... I know they're struggling, but that's quite... That's very generous odds. So, uh, yep. I'm going to be mixing in the charity bet with what I think will happen. So I'm going to go for Motherwell victory 2-1. Chris, what do you think? I think it's wrong. <laughs> I, I think... I think this might actually be... I'm tempted to say in a way win, but... I'm not sure I'm that confident in that. I'll maybe say one each. Mm, I, I think maybe a draw as well. Two all, but Motherwell were struggling for goals, so one all actually. I'll go one all. Because Mother, Motherwell were struggling. There's a few teams actually in the league so far that are struggling for goals. That's a, a bit of a, a strange one with uh, the Dundee Derby repeating itself and then Motherwell against Hamilton mm-hmm. repeating itself. I suppose that's, that's what happens when you've got such a, a small league. Yeah. Final game, Ross County against Dundee. I think Dundee are going to win this comfortably. 0-3. I'm going to do the reverse. I'm going to go 2-0, Dundee. <laughs> we don't know where you'd best bet. You'd best bet 2-0 for Dundee United. I'm going 3-0 and I'm going 2-0, Dundee. You're going 3-0. Um, I'll go for 1-0 to Dundee. Uh, if, if Dundee win, then it's looking very bleak for Ross County. That's already 7 Losses in a row in the league this season, so I but yeah, I, are quite, I suppose lucky that's, if they're going to get a result, it's going to be that game, isn't it? At home at Dundee, well, Dundee are the draw specialists, yeah, so far this season. Um, but no, I reckon, I, I reckon Dundee are bouncing back, yep. If, yep Paul Hart, if, if Paul Hartley's still there, because the Dundee fan in the forum reckons that Paul Hartley might be gone by Thursday, really, that's what he was saying, but then. I've heard that because he's been linked with the Cardiff job, mm. but I don't think he's certainly not first choice because they were after that no, guy, Russell, Russell, Russell Slade. Um, it said, but no, he, I Stuart, that's on the forum. He seems to think that Hartley will be gone by by Thursday, but we'll see what happens. And there's a game on the telly box I mentioned: Rangers against Hibs on the Monday. That's on BT Sport One. But then Hearts against Livingston's on Council Telly on Sunday, five past four, BBC Alba. Oh, good. Which is good to see BBC Alba getting some live games. Does BBC Alba count as Council Telly? Isn't Council Telly nowadays, not one to five? No, nowadays because because well, everything's digital, you get more stuff in Council uh, Telly. Aye, right. The charity bet. So I mentioned earlier, I was thinking of Motherwell, home to Hamilton. Yeah. But what I'll do is I'll give you a few of my thoughts because I was also thinking Dundee United at home to St Johnson. Dundee United are four to five. Aye, that's good odds. Which caught my eye. And Dundee away to Ross County. Dundee are 5-4. to That would be an alright double. So see if we just went for... The Dundee double. The Dundee, the Dundee double. If we get £10 on that, it returns £40.50. Yeah, that's pretty decent. That could work out, yeah. That's decent. Uh, do you, so do you want folds. to just stick with that? Aye, none of your five folds. Aye, I, I, I don't see why not. I mean... I haven't really looked at the, the lower leagues, but I don't see anything that's going to jump out at me immediately. Yeah, see, the, the games like Hearts uh, and Rangers, the, the odds are, are yeah. very poor, pretty much 1-2. to two. Uh, Dunfermline, round about evens, 
just under evens at home to Peterhead, but then are we pushing it too far going down that route? I, I don't know. Air United to Airdrie? I don't know. I think 40 pounds. Air United at home to Airdrie must be pretty poor odds because that's top versus bottom. Four to seven. Is that? Yep. But that, that match could be a good match for the first goal scorer, McLaughlin at Air. Aye. He's top, he's top scorer in the league just now. Alright. Well, equal, we top, put... equal top scorer. So that could be a shout for the Scott McLaughlin. We're going to go for uh, all our eggs in one basket and throw in an air one as well. No, I don't know. Craig Beatty's at air see... by... Craig Beatty's at air now. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> if we went for the th- if we added air United in, we'd get sixty three pounds sixty four for that treble. See, mm. yeah, I like. I, would... that. I, I reckon. I reckon there's air beating air day on ends are pretty a banker to be honest. Right, I'm, I'm for that. But I think right, I don't, take Dundee out, no, it's £28.29. What I'm saying is, I would be more concerned with Dundee than I would be air, so I don't think adding air into the bet as it already was is much of a problem. Right, OK. Right, we'll go with that then. Is that all right, John? Aye. Right, £10 charity bet courtesy of McBookie's yeah. going on. Dundee United, 45. Air United, 47. Dundee, 5 to 4. £10 treble, £63.64. Sounds good. So we'll go with that. And we're going to go with McLaughlin. Fair United. Yep. Right. Let me just check something actually. Aye. Oh no, he scored second at the weekend. But aye, McLaughlin. Right. We'll go with that. I don't have don't have the odds for him at the moment, but I'm sure they'll appear during the week. And I'll announce it on Twitter as well. Craig Beatty came off the bench at the weekend and scored twice for them. That could be a good sign if he can ever stay fit. I look pretty fit to me when he had his shirt off during that game. That seems like a long time ago, the semi-final. Right. Long, long time ago. So is there anything else you want to discuss in the podcast before we go? Thanks, sir. So us. Well, you need to just remember saying thanks to John and Chris and not thanks to John and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried my best. And if anyone's watching the Ryder Cup, enjoy. I, it doesn't start to the weekend. What's those going to be watching it just now. You may be listening to us and watching it at the same time. Aye, you could be. Oh, aye, the folk wasn't aye. And do we want to say happy birthday to Craig's missus next week? That's Monday. Well, that's what I thought. I'll need to be Craig next week, won't I? <laughs> aye. Aye, you can be, aye, you can be Craig, Chris. <laughs> you need to think of your own intro, though. Unless you're going for the the, the same one, it's exactly word for word. Oh, if I'm being you, of course I need to do the same one. I might, I, might, I, might, well. I might go with that, you know who I am. You went with a few weeks ago. <laughs> I like to mix that up. You've got to throw it in maybe once or twice a season. Not not too much, so. Right, well, thanks for coming on, the two of you. No worries. I'll always get it right if I say it like that. <laughs> Aye. Unless Aye, there's only two people in the podcast. <laughs> or there's, a, or there's the, the dream team, all four of us. Oh, when's well, the last time? That's, hap- that's not happened in a while. Yeah. Aye, we need to do that again soon. But not next week. Right, but thanks for thanks for listening, thanks for being on guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.